Certainly, it's in the trailer, at least. Yeah. Oh, I'm skating Napoleon Dynamite and that song. And who? What? Job. Oh, Job. Yeah. Don't we love his work? Who's in here today? It's me, Tony Martin. I'm. Oh, Top Shelf Cavalier's here. And who does avoid Richard Martin? Sorry about that. <laughs> Just looking at this picture of Crystal because. Uh, <laughs> 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 Where's down, Mr. Marvel? Mm. Crystal from Big Brother is uh, going to be. On. Well, that's it. Because what's her second name? You see, we just say Crystal from Big Brother, Crystal from Zoo. I she had it changed. Madam Ballsack, whatever you want to call her. After. <laughs> <laughs> what's her surname? Because uh, yeah. she's getting a singing career. She's going to be on It Takes Two. <laughs> Appropriately. So. <laughs> Does. Give yourself the horn. <laughs> this is a family show. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I'll save it. How it comes out of my head. Fair enough, Tom. But there you go. She's going to be singing on It Takes Two. Look, well, I mean, where do you... Ah, yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> wanted to see what you do. <laughs> I've never seen you so disgusted for so long as yesterday's show when we played all those Big Brother clips. <laughs> <laughs> this is right. just, oh, but why do they... Why would... It's like getting beaten to death with a sponge. Who would want to... <laughs> It's, just, it's slow and relentless, but after a while, it starts to take its toll. You know? What happened last night on Big Brother? And don't worry, listeners, if you hate Big Brother, we'll get it out of the way and break one, and then we'll move on. Yeah. Last year, topics. <laughs> Ricardo, you were watching. What? Oh, there was something, they were playing a game called Never Ever. No, oh, yeah. Dangerous. Um, I, I think it's like a getting to know you kind of game. So mm-hmm. you it's say... A bragging game. Mm-hmm. Is that what... Right. So it means you, I've never, ever... Something, something. Mm. And someone said, I've never ever had someone nibble on my ear. Yeah. And the guy who's carrying on the, the relationship, mm. who's, who's the guy, the 28-year-old firefighter? Oh, him, he's, he's going to win. Yeah. Like, they go, I'm just an ordinary bloke. <laughs> this is me cuddling me dog. I'm normally out saving people all day. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. He decided to crank it up a notch in a very short amount of time. What did he say? You know, you've got to know how to talk around church people. What did he say? <laughs> you don't say. Well, he, it was all beeped out because it was deemed not fit for broadcast. But <laughs> lip-reading Richard Marlin <laughs> with a passport free frame. <laughs> had something to do with the Star Spangled Banner in Shore Bus. Oh. Oh. It's going to confuse our listeners who uh, are too disgusted right. to read that film. Can I say a word that we've only said once before in this show? <laughs> Analingus. <laughs> had something to do with that. And <laughs> I thought you were going to say, we're running early. <laughs> But, uh, so thankfully, it wasn't how, how did that, uh, that go down with the rest of them? If he would have went, well, it's time to do the dishes. <laughs> bit of an awkward moment. It's a bit of a long word, though, for the... Yeah. 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 Well, it didn't actually contain that word, but... Oh, right. It practice solved it. Okay. It's dumbed down a bit, was it? Yeah. Amazing. So thankfully, you get all the facts on get this. Amazing show. First night. And people were... Jugular. They turned their nose up at that, did they? Yeah. Stormed off to the sauna to discuss who's hottest. <laughs> okay, well, I think what else was going on? If you've got my list of clips, just chuck yeah. it over to me, Mr. Marsden. Okay. What did I see? Oh, they did a test. They got them into the white room. No, the, oh, the room of the chair. Sorry. <laughs> the geography of Big Brother is very confusing. I need a map. I think that's the diary room. The diary room. Yeah. But it doesn't have like a pen and paper and a diary. They confuse them. It's just got a mirror. There's all the diary I need. <laughs> But today I, um, sorry, what were you saying? Oh, it's me. Um, today I sat in the pool. Oh, God. And who was in there? Travis. Yeah. Well, Warney. Let's just call him yeah, Warney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they threw a challenge at him. Check this out. Pick the answer which you believe most reflects your personality. In the decisive or decisive. He was nearly sent to the white room there. Oh, decisive. Okay, making decisions all day. Now, the white room looks half interesting. It looks like someone's come up with the idea of having the people in the Big Brother house 
watch a smaller version of Big Brother on a TV. That was never articulated. Uh-huh. But I'm assuming that's what's going to happen. Who's in there? They said the four people who didn't get voted in by the, uh, the public, the public. So oh. the four most annoying people have been sent to the room. Uh, the bloke doesn't like women, and the woman he who, didn't get in. No, yeah, he's in the white room. Is he? So he's still a chance. Yeah, oh, he's hoping. And uh, Cara, who I think that was the woman who uh, admires Paris Hilton. Yeah, the eighteen-year-old. Rich is very nice. To her, she, you say she, you know, she's young. She's eighteen. She's yeah. you know, but she should know better, Rich. But she wants to be on Big Brother. But there's a lot of people who, you know, when you when you're eighteen, nineteen years of age, would you have done it? Well, I don't know. I mean, I made a lot of silly decisions when I was eighteen years yeah. of age. Did you idolise the vacuous moron? Hold that person up as someone you'd like to be? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was a fan of Henry Theroux. Oh, they've been locked in the white room. Mm. Sensory deprivation. No communication with the outside world. Mm. I mean, that's going to take a psychological toll. Yeah. What would be your main concern locked in that room? Here was Cara. Have a listen. From the night, the objective is to remain. You have no contact with the outside world. You have to entertain yourself with the public. You have to know more than what you see in front of you now. Do you have to keep wearing white? Do we have to keep wearing white? <laughs> How am I going to look in this room? How are my eyes appearing in this white suit? I know I'm in a Guantanamo Bay-style prison, but am I still looking hot? <laughs> look, Camp X-Ray down in Cuba, they're skinny out here every day. Hicks is gone, isn't he? They're releasing people. All the British people have gone. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some spare rooms there. <laughs> hey, what am I going to be challenge? wearing? What clothes am I going to wear? Today. You've all made your choice. This is all our clothes. So now, that is a Hang on. Cara dropped the blue. <laughs> Big brother spoke, making it look like he's dwarf. <laughs> she was accidentally amusing. <laughs> oh, she was. <laughs> well, that's her career. So, oh, no, we're not going to be able to talk to anyone. There's, like, nothing to do in here. There's no television. Yeah. There's no game. Yeah. There's no spa. There's yeah. no sauna. But, oh, what about clothes? It's definitely a smart a lot this year. It's definitely a smart a lot. Look, we've done it! We've got him as angry as he was for the whole of yesterday's show. You know what they need? They need to bring back gladiators, right? But they need to bring it back so that as soon as they come out, or you know, they walk, they they get evicted, mm. and they walk down that aisle, and then there's yeah. that long runway yeah. where they, like, you know, people are trying to get, you know, give them high fives, high fives. Mm-hmm. Give everyone standing beside that thing one of those big poles that they used to fight with <laughs> on <Brilliant>. gladiators. <laughs> Cara, you've been evicted. Oh my God, everyone's whack, whack. Oh, that Big Brother ceases communicating with the people in the white room and Jigsaw gets on the line. That's the name of the dog game. This around the nation on Triple M. If we finish with Big Brother, Silver Chair featuring Crystal soon enough. Can we go away behind us? Vocal styling of Backnooks. Um, yes. Uh, let's get to other news, shall we? Yeah, let's go. All right. On in the real world. If you could have the world's cheapest gag, oh, I like there. All gags must go on a Tuesday. Yeah. You ready, Rich? Yeah. So if the. Uh, Sophie Monk's teeth have launched a solo career. Okay. They've been hired to play Mercedes Corby. Thank you, Jack. Thanks for the job. Thanks for the dollar with that one. Plenty of change. <laughs> you got some more change for a dollar there? <laughs> yeah. Well, Mr. Martin. Yeah. How about that footage, that Gallipoli footage? Anzac Day tomorrow. We're off for tomorrow. Yep. We'll be marching. <laughs> I'm not sure in aid of what. <laughs> Victims of Capril. Fans <laughs> of Nick Kershaw. We'll be right at the back. It'll be a little part for us in the parade. Have you seen that Gallipoli footage? Yeah, uh, for some reason a close-up of Nicole Kidman. I can't work out why. I'll see what I was going to say. But can I jump in here? Yeah. I love it when Richard does that. He tells a joke and then a sting and he gives himself a little out. And then I'm like, you just going to tail off at the end of this one. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it's great footage. For some reason, Bill Hunter's in there. <laughs> 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 
Sorry, Tony. The change coming. What about that bloke who tried to run down Steve Vizard? He's been uh, jailed for six years for missing him. There you go. Better luck next time. Six years after his 11-week crime spree, breaking, entering, burglary. He was asked if he'd been uh, involved in insider trading. He said, what, you leave it alone? Not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cheapest jokes on radio. Yeah. What yeah. else have we got? Alexander Downer. Did anyone see that? Uh, yeah. What's he up to? Is this the bloke who was complaining that Kevin Rudd is the vainest man he's ever seen? Yeah, uh, was it vainest or Vegas? It was one of the two. Vainest or Vegas. One of the V words. And it can't be positive. But he was going on, oh, he just loves being on TV, that Kevin Rudd. Just loves being on TV. That's what Alexander Downer said during his half-hour special on the ABC last night. A two-part special. Two-part special. Two-part. Apparently, a film crew followed Mr. Downer and his family for 16 weeks. Oh. <laughs> it's fine. Almost as long as the Big Brother season. Wow. 16 weeks followed by a camera crew telling them all the way, Mr. Rudd is the vainest man I've ever met. <laughs> Check out the stockings. What have you got over there in Beverly? Animal Kingdom. Are we ready to get into the Animal Kingdom, Rich? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Do you have there some noise? Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the Animal Kingdom. What's going on today? Just some time there, Rich. Uh, magpies. Mm. Apparently, magpies are really, really intelligent. Yeah. Now we all know that they like to swoop. You know, they like to go and swoop. Love us. And when I was growing up in Brisbane, in Ashgrove, where I lived, it was just you couldn't walk down the street without a magpie pecking your brains out. At my local park, there's an old lady that wears a uh, bike helmet. <laughs> Walking through the park with their tiny dog. Well, honey, look, they say that you should do that, right? But listen to this. They map out large areas of territory magpies, like their own territory. Mm. Magpies have, have have a singing range of four octaves. Wow, they could be on in place two in Bristol. Close to my own. They have been known to neigh like a horse, bark, meow, and even greet a neighbour with good morning, Emma. How are you? <laughs> Very specific. But are these, they're going to get a job doing breakfast radio with those cats from the internet. It's going to be incredible. That means that we've had to rewrite the uh, Animal Kingdom's smartest list. It now goes dolphin, ape, magpie, dog, West Coast eagle. <laughs> okay, of course it does. I've said this before, but if you're wearing a bike helmet for a park because you're worried about being attacked by magpies, why not get a couple of dead stuffed magpies attach them to the helmet and run through the park screaming, get them off me, get them off me. <laughs> Could we do that for another month? We've got Gabriel. We have helmet timber. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. In fact, you're having too good a time this morning, Ed, especially yeah. on the cats thing, because mm-hmm. I found out some interesting news about cats that you may not like. These perfectly healthy kittens are due to be put down. We're not talking about one or two kittens. We're talking litters, and over summer we could be doing, you know, 50, 60 a day. Yep, the country is being overrun with kittens. I'll have them. <laughs> All to your place? Yeah, bow ties for everyone. <laughs> How will the uh, housemates feel about that? They hate them. They're all, I've been trying to get cats for months. You're as popular as Cruz at your house <laughs> these days. Don't <laughs> <laughs> let this baby face fool you. I can hate women with the best of them. <laughs> I who we sort of, you know, doing a bit of a backstep last night. Oh, yeah, I'm a woman hater, but I'm a lovable one. Isn't that true? Girls, if you're out there, I know that's what girls are looking for. Just a nice bloke that's going to hate them. Hey, you know he loves a bit of hating. That's your Alec Baldwin. Baldy. Let's turn him loose. We're not going to do it now. We're going to sizzle it up. It's all. Let's turn Alec Baldwin loose on Jan- John Jarrett. <laughs> on Jan Jarrett, possibly. Hey, for legal Jan. reasons. <laughs> Next, I'll get this. Jang Jang here and get this on Triple M around the nation. Where it's Capral. Does anyone have any Ganga Jang facts? No, no, I don't. Even Ganga Jack oh. don't have any. <laughs> I couldn't tell you anything. Although that song was used in a Coke ad. Back I remember that. Yeah, that'll do. That's right. I wrote it. Okay. Gearing <laughs> up for that up. second face-off with Ellen Bro. Oh, I'm guessing. Capral, it is Capral. Last week oh, of Capral. ever. We ever. Capes to work. So many pictures. Have you got some gold there, Mr. Martha? I mean, uh, how are you? Sorry. I've been here for a while. Listen, Ben is yes. sitting on the gold. Ben, my husband's sitting on squat. What am I doing? Squatting on seat. Ben, uh, ben sent this in. 
Yeah. Wonderful stuff. Uh, a picture of his girlfriend. And yeah. the tape is so long, they've had to hang it over a railing. Oh, oh my God. God. That's, that's more that. of a train. That's more of a train you're wearing. Is it? Free hops. Hello there. This is uh, jo- uh, John sent this very weird photograph. I like this one a lot. Two sort of uh, middle-aged gentlemen mm. at a trade show mm. dressed as Dracula. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's quite creepy. Sucking the blood out of high prices. That's uh, very nice. Jess has sent this one in. Now, this is, I, I suggest that Photoshop might be a part of the, uh, part of the arrangement here. Oh, we don't like any. Filling up the car. Yeah. Like a front and reversal shot. How do you do that? I mean, multi-cam. I guess the elements are not fake. No. So, so, it's, so it's a valid entry. It certainly gets a capable t-shirt. Oh, we just as does everyone. Now, here's the most disturbing one of all. Hmm. Uh, Mary Ann sent this one in. This is, <laughs> this is her husband. Checking in for a vasectomy. No! Caped up! Caped up! Filling out a form. Caped up. He's really concerned. So brave. Gee, I'm not sure what's going to happen to the plums, but gee, I'm looking snazzy. I'm looking snazzy in the clinic. Wow, look at that. The woman behind the uh, the reception area. Yeah. Looks quite taken by it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll go easy on you. <laughs> hey, look at this guy. Now, this is a controversial area. Nick has sent this in. Now, look at that. He's wearing the Australian flag as a cape, and he has a sort of mad hatter, oh, yeah. big, fluffy Australian flag hat, and he's playing a game of cricket, and he's got an Australian flag T-shirt on. Sure. So if it was like, who's the most Australian flag wearing, <laughs> he would win. Come oh, on, that's maybe what they should do with uh, Shay Kalali oh, and John Howard on Today Tonight. Oh, yeah. What's the current affair? I think it was the robot. Stefanovic was running this. Who's more Aussie? Who's oh, more yeah. Aussie? And they got Howard, and they ran sort of hay through blue under him and yeah. they dissolved a flapping Australian flag through and yeah. there was a shot of a few famous cricket catches. Yeah. That proved that he was the most Aussie bloke ever. What did Halali have? Just, <laughs> just Abu Bakar Bashir. Just booing. <laughs> just booing sounds. <laughs> Who's more Aussie? Maybe that's just what they should just do. Just get rid of all the current affairs completely. Yeah. You know, just have a shuffle. Who's more Aussie? And then eventually there's one winner. Yeah. Wow, that's good news. <laughs> so, uh... It's going to be Travis from Big Brother. Oh, yeah. oh sorry. I'm bringing it down okay. again. Look, he says if it's not good enough, he'll make a better one tonight. I'm going to set the challenge. Really? I think, yeah, because I think that he's probably... This is just a photograph from another day that he's tried to put into Cabral. <gasps> so we're saying, Nick, if this is how you get around, if your job in life is to be the guy with the big Australian flag, hat on more power to you. Mm. But let's see you in a, in a, you know, in a bath towel at your place of work, young man. Yeah. All right, so th- will he get a second T-shirt? He'll get a box of sand. <laughs> box of sand for that man. Listen to this. Uh, Josh Phillips has sent us a list of uh, Capral Josh, he says uh, John Sargent, European painter of some uh, renown. Not familiar with you You're a triple M. <laughs> He's done a painting, very famous painting, called The Head of Anna Capral. <laughs> it's only a painting of her head. I have no doubt the model who posed swished her way through the session some sort of flowing <laughs> garment attached around the neck. An actual painting. The, what about the Committee Against Political Repression in Liberia, otherwise known as Capral? <laughs> Tony's always had a soft spot for Liberian politics. Give him a plug. I can plug George Weyer, former uh, Liberian... No, I'm thinking of a different place. Let's yes. move on, shall we? Oh, is that someone from the World Cup? Yep. <laughs> You're going to be supporting them this year? Liberia? <laughs> Didn't get anywhere with Togo last year. No, I know. Just can we move on, please? What about, uh, have you got problems here? Have you got problems? No. Do you need suppression of your renin angiostin elderistone yeah. system? Yeah. <laughs> Pop a couple of caprals. It's a drug called capral. Which system is that? What does that regulate? I can't say that again, not twice in one program. Have a refreshing caprol beer. A refreshing Belgian beer. Perfect for taking the edge off uh, two long hours of talking rubbish on the radio <laughs> and the obligatory three-hour YouTube sessions that apparently follow the broadcast, says John. Capral, it's a beer in Belgium. Well, look at this. Everyone's getting on board. Everyone's getting behind Capral. But listen to this. This is the most interesting part, the PS. Ask Richard Marlin about his lounge singing career. If he says nothing, contact me for more info. Oh, yeah. Lounge singing? Lounge singing. What have you been doing? Karaoke? Come on, Rich. I've never done... I've done karaoke twice. Yep. One was Tina Turner's version of Proud Mary. Yeah. The other one was Ray Parker Jr. Ghostbusters. 
I can't. <laughs> it's always a challenge. Oh, I'm never. He's serious about the Gabriel beer. Yeah. I don't mind doing Listen, a couple of lounge numbers. You better come clean, otherwise we'll get the evidence. Yeah. This is your one chance right now to come clean. No, I, I am. I'm totally mystified. Oh, I've got to get onto that plug. <laughs> In the meantime, here's something Manny Dow on the pots and pans has cooked up. Oh, really? We've been spending time, has he? Better. <laughs> Okay, slacking off. Yeah, legs up in the banana. Uh, <laughs> drinking ice coffee all day. <laughs> Lazy. We've been playing John Jarrett. Yep. Going off, allegedly going off at someone, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. We've been playing Alec Baldwin going off as his daughter. Let's turn them loose on each other. Charlie Pickering's in there, Andy Stoltman's in there, Snacko Garrow failed to front yet again. How are we going for time? We're behind. Oh, I'll tell you to that. Okay, let's get straight into music here and get this. Come on, take it off. Thank you, my chain. Well, you can't get on this flight then, I'm sorry. <laughs> Nothing we can do. Good Charlotte. Keep your hands off me, misses here. Get this on Triple M plane. That's what we're talking about as the rock keeps on coming. Talkback Mountain, being a Metallica. <laughs> We're on board a British Airways flight today. I love it when uh, airlines do a bit of censorship. Was that true that when that Garuda plane went down, mm. they were painting over the logo? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like one of the first things no, that they did. I've heard of that happening before, actually. Right, yeah, well, strange. Mm. British Airways, uh, well, of course, uh, airlines, you know, chop movies. Certain films can't be shown on planes. Alive. Films alive. <laughs> That'd be a corker, wouldn't it? <laughs> Just so people don't get the taste of human flesh and get disappointed <laughs> when their food arrives. <laughs> Man, I want chicken. Ooh, I was going to go for human. Never mind. The new Bond film, or the most recent one, Casino Royale, uh, British Airways have airbrushed out the uh, tailfin of all the virgin planes seen oh, in the airport scene. How's that? Isn't that interesting? But best of all, they've gotten rid of Richard Branson from that movie. Big improvement. Because that was, you know, that was the claim, oh, we're going back to the gritty yeah, original Ian Fleming James Bond. Oh, look, celebrity cameo. Oh. So, you know, it's probably an improvement. I agree. But we're saying, why stop there? So why? What other annoying minor characters or even major characters would you like to see excised from your favourite movies? Now, there's a few obvious ones. Let's get Mickey Rooney out of Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> Let's get Charles <laughs> Binks out of Star Wars. <laughs> Of course. Yeah, you go, young man. Remember Mickey Rooney with the comedy <laughs> Chinese oh. thing? It was very mean no right It was bizarre, wasn't it? It was just, it just ruined it. Yeah, yeah. You know, look, there's George Pippard from the 18th line. Oh, yeah. But Rooney out of the pool. <laughs> Sophia Coppola in Godfather 3. Oh, right? She yeah. ruined that one. Excellent. Everyone out of the Virgin Suicide. That'd be useful. <laughs> You know, I've never seen that. It's like no Mickey, good. Mickey look at yeah, I like the book right. of that. book of that's all right, but film no good. Sorry, Tone. Mm-hmm. I must have read the book. Okay. 
Who else is going? I say get rid of Mike Preston from Mad Max 2. That's the one-week link. Every masterpiece needs a flaw. What was he doing in that? Oh, just me? hamming it up. He was the leader of the good guys. Oh, yeah. The white gear. Yeah, no dice. No dice. Well, theoretically, if we can take people away, we can add them. Yeah, I think that might make the segment even longer. Okay. Okay. Other than Matthew McConaughey and anything. Absolutely anything. What, so we can be around at your See, place. See, now we're adding. <laughs> Once we start adding, we'll be oh, here all day. Rodney Dangerfield to everything. Yeah, that's true. Good Imagine idea. Rodney Dangerfield in Babel and, and Blanchett's <laughs> giving all the, mm, I'm just going to um, film the moment. And he's in the back. Oh, what about that? <laughs> 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 no respect. <laughs> <laughs> no respect. This war on terror. No regard. Okay. Yes. No regard. Let's do adding <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Let's do adding tomorrow when we're not here. Anzac <laughs> 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 Day tomorrow. What about... Uh, Oh, it's not a great film, Charlie's Angels. But remember, though, weird scenes with Tom Green? Yeah. Oh, that was weird. The chat. Oh, wasn't that annoying? Yeah. All, all of Freddy got fingered. <laughs> no, well, no, come on. We know it's often cited as the worst film ever made. But there's a perversity out <laughs> there. There's a single-mindedness about it. <laughs> the, the, a disturbing quality. When he... That bone sticking out of his leg in a skateboard rev scene. Like, who would put that in a comedy? There's a clarity of vision. There's something which about it. be admired. There's something about it that's yeah. admirable. I, it's not a good film, though. No, the swinging around the baby by the umbilical cord, I sort of you know, walked out. Yeah. No, he's, he's got an idea and he's stuck to it. But who else should we remove from films? I'm a massive fan of uh, Quentin Tarantino. But not on screen. No, that's true. Although he's good. He's all right in Destiny Turns on the Radio. <laughs> he's good in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, he's great in that. So from there, Cold Fiction, oh, I mean, that whole I mean, someone else could have done. Yeah. What about, you know, Dust Till Dawn? Yeah. Even that episode of The Golden Girls where he played Elvis. <laughs> Take him out of that. Great, great filmmaker, obviously. Little Nicky. Yeah, Little Nicky. Didn't need to be in there. Seeing <laughs> Little Nicky. Well, actually, nobody needs to be in Little Nicky. Okay. Um, so this is what we're doing. Yeah. Give us a call. Tell us who you want out of your favourite film. It's a great film that you love, but there's just someone there standing up the back spoiling it. Obviously, it could be Tony Martin. Yes. There's a few films where that could be the answer. Let's eliminate them right now. And dovetailed with what films would you like to see Rodney Dangerfield added to? (laughs) (laughs) Let's just see see what happens. Give us a call. One triple three five three. Everyone gets a grateful t-shirt. Today we've learned that, uh, well, British Airways is cutting Richard Branson out of Casino Royale for in-flight screenings. Who else needs to go, Ed Cavalier? Jared, how are you? Good, guys. How about yourself? We're excellent, sir. Who needs to go? I reckon Casey Affleck out of any Matt Damon or Ben Affleck movie. Oh. <laughs> Goodwill Hunting for a minute. Isn't he one of their mates yeah. in Goodwill Hunting? He is. Yeah, yeah quite, quite enough. What quite enough. You, what's your problem with uh, Casey Affleck, Jared? He uh, just can't act. There you go. He's just a little bit Frank Stallone, you feel? <laughs> just a little. Yeah. Just a little bit Jake Beauty. Just a little bit <laughs> Nicholas Guest. Quick <laughs> dovetail for you, Ed. Yeah? For your next project, mate, I was mm-hmm. looking on the Comedy Festival website and I didn't see a live uh, Passiona High State show. Wow. They <laughs> knocked, knocked it back, Jared. Too edgy. They were scared of what was going to happen. Not enough PowerPoints for all the synthesizers. <laughs> <laughs> we need a generator to be stubbed in. All right, Casey Affleck. Thank you. Yes. Jared needs to go. Walking sure around that desert in. Jerry, you mm-hmm. like that one, don't yeah, you? I don't mind, Jerry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so so that's half But I thought Casey is the better Affleck. I mean, you know, like a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Casey Affleck is starring in uh, the first movie being directed by Ben Affleck. You know, I know that. Lockie Hume nearly got into it. He's back and down. He's full of stories. We're going to get him back in. Wait, hello, Damien. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, guys. Uh, Good, good. Who needs to go? Paris Hilton from Cat in the Hat. with Paris Hilton. How did the kiddies react? Uh, they didn't know who she was. <laughs> What's she doing in that? And like, yeah, nothing. Doing what she does best. No, I'm sure they'll <laughs> know in a few years' time. I mean, wasn't Alec Baldwin in The Cat in the Hat? Yeah, mm. tragic. You don't, want to tragic. See, you don't want to see him in the kids' movie. No, sir. Next door neighbor. What was he saying to The Cat in the Hat? You made me feel like shit. Yeah. You made me feel like a fool. Over and over and over again. 
around the 45-minute mark. The opti grab doesn't take them. Oh, I like the opti grab. <laughs> well, fair enough, Rob. Fair enough. She's trying to launch an acting career, Rob. We don't have time for anyone else, but... Let's have one more. Who's going for uh, 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 we, yeah, it? Who's going first in this hour? It might be one of those straight-to-air people. Oh, let's just do it. Let's not play. Hello. Come on, give us somebody, Mr. Martin. Hello. Aaron. Aaron, how are you? Not too bad. Uh, who needs to go? Oh, no, I wanted to see Rodney Dangerfield replace someone in a movie. Yeah. Um, Gandalf out of Lord of the Rings. Oh, that's oh, that's 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 that would be the best scene in that. Big Tower. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just, just as he's falling, have a big shot where his eyes pop out. <laughs> so one uh, wizard is up on the top with the staff of doom, yes. and Rodney's just got an open mic. There he goes. And a golf club in the other hand. Just hit yeah. him with five of you. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. 
I can't fight this new material. And it's hot jacket. <laughs> can't argue with that. Or Thank you, Aaron. Thank Lord you, of the Rings with Rodney Dangerfield. Does it get any better than that? It could do in the remainder of this oh, hour we go. as we're joined by Russell Howard. Nobody's in a beat-up Building next door. 
and I think a good 40 seconds, four, four minutes of silence went to air. When the figures came in, tested really well. Yeah, Other stations copying it. People were loving it. But, but Russell, how did you get into comedy? We've had so many uh, comedians come through from the UK, and of course, there's a lot more venues, there's a lot more opportunities over there, isn't there, Rita? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's loads of tiny little gigs. I started in a place called Bristol in uh, a little pub called Le Chateau. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to say this, but we only know the word Bristol from the Benny Hill show. Oh, really? Where, of course, it's. Uh, What's the word for breast? I'm afraid. Oh, right. Yeah. Surely would be something you yeah, yeah. I shouldn't have, I should have uh, figured that out, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 some of our knowledge about Bristol <laughs> in this country. Well, obviously, I'm from a little village called Titty. So there you go. I don't know. Yeah, I just missed a little bit. I forgot about that, yeah. It's so weird what travels, isn't it? Yeah. Benny Hill travels. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sounds like Zoo Magazine travels. Jaffa Cakes, don't. <laughs> You're really missing out. What are you missing out on? Jaffa Cake, my friend, is like a, an orange sort of tangy biscuit. And they're beautiful. Wait a second, I think that we do have them, but they come as part of the Arnott's Assorted. And, that's oh. the, and you can't buy them by themselves. Right. In England, my friend, you can buy them by the... You just if you want one, you can have one. If you want six, you can have six. Right. <laughs> what a place. Yeah, great. It's so far behind. Yeah, no. But then you've got uh, excellent... Well, those Tim Town things. Yeah, oh, yeah pretty good, aren't yeah. yeah. See, we've got penguins and all this a lot of product placement going on. Is that Richard Branson? We love a bit of food talk. Yeah, yeah we could talk gravy for the whole hour. Yeah. Like, <laughs> quite happy to do. I say, if my fr- that's pretty much what we do as well. Me and my friend John sh- chat food as well. He's we used to be a chef. So. Really? Yeah, it's great. What's your fuel? What's my dish? Yeah, yeah, if you're um, really going for food. If I'm really going for it, um, I quite like a uh, nice bit of risotto. Oh, yeah. Chicken risotto. Yeah. Milk. And then uh, I'd end up with a bit of a strawberry pavlova. Jeez. Discuss. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Cavalli has introduced something which uh, we all mock. It's a new meal. Ed Cavalli's bedtime porridge. Mm. Porridge. <laughs> Just before you go to bed, you have dinner, uh, Russell, yeah. early. Then you have your second dinner. Obviously, then you have a little snack, you yeah. know. Little Treat yourself a little like that. It could be, could be an apple. Play yeah. a bit of Simply Red. Could be a crunchy. <laughs> right. And then, light a scented candle. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's a winner. Out comes the porridge. And then just before bed, big bowl of porridge. Really? Yeah. yeah. You guys think about it overnight. <laughs> That's great. Well, fantastic. Especially with the advert. Have some porridge. Let you guys think about it overnight. fantastic. But the thing is, we were all mocking. We go, That's ridiculous. And then the letters come in. Yeah. I tried it over the weekend. Best night's sleep I've ever had. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. here we go. Apparently, you're supposed to put um, bananas in your porridge as well. I did that. You've never done that? No, I do it every morning. You put them on the bottom. Yeah, right. Oh, so, really? so that there's something to work towards. Yeah. Oh, I just don't love people who think about their food. No, I do. It's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be clear, you're not mucking around here. No, no, no. trivial about this. This is fuel you're taking on board. Exactly yeah. right. You've still got half a sandwich left. Yeah, yeah. during this show, I've already had uh, a sandwich yep. in the first hour, and then a tuna salad just before we went on air, mm-hmm. a soup, and now I'm down to my last half sandwich. <laughs> I need to time it yes. so that my blood sugar is just right for the end. All right, we've got seven more courses to go in this <laughs> We'll get to the next time. Let's get this. Comedian Russell Howard is the latest guest on this program to be deafened by the headphones. Sorry about that, Russell. <laughs> now, you're performing at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, but then going around the country so that all our listeners can have a look at your gear. Uh, where does the roadshow go? We're going everywhere. We're going to the uh, Northern Territory. We don't go out there. Uh, Horsham, Victoria, Warrnambool, Victoria. There's a bit more Vic, and then there's some uh, South Australia in there, a bit of New South Wales. Lovely stuff. Where's fun? Can I have a look at that? Uh, yeah, Rich. What's, uh, what's Darwin like? I'm looking for. I was, I was speaking to, uh, to uh, uh, Mary earlier, and she said uh, uh, apparently it's stinger season in Darwin. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. be careful. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's amazing. She said yeah. for 10 months of the year, you're not allowed to swim because yeah. you might get stung. Yeah. Right? That's right, but there's beaches everywhere that you can't go to them because there's also crocodile. Yeah, that's, that's a beach. beach. Unbelievable. I thought that film Crocodilus, <laughs> aka Blood Surf, was made up. But no, crocodiles at the documentary. They're always trying to sell you stuff. <laughs> Sunscreen. Fine wine. Yeah. <laughs> but since you've been here, Russell, have you picked up any uh, phraseology or behaviour or you know customs you could perhaps take back to the UK? Um, um, I think I'm slightly more polite. I'm just really? Yeah, really taken aback by the polite nature of this place. It's brilliant. Everyone's here going. You know, it's just, you know, always talking to you, always saying hello, generally smiling. You don't get any of that in English. <laughs> literally. No smile? No, no smiles. We've all got teeth we're very ashamed of. <laughs> 
it's just amazing. But what's really intriguing, so you during the day, you just chat, 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 and then you go to a gig and you go, hey, how are you going? And people will just stare at you and just kind of, with such politeness, go, no, it's your turn now. <laughs> well, no, I don't mind a chat. No, 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 come on. Because the moment I saw you, Yes. So was, you were asking questions. Yes. And you're right. You were met with, and obviously I didn't pipe up, uh, yeah. but you were met with just... Well, just lunatics. So it was really, it was really great the other day. I was doing this chat about, you know when you all, sometimes you get the giggles in your head, you can't help it. Like, <laughs> I was just telling a story about getting the giggles during my dog's funeral. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> has, has, anyone, has anyone ever had a feeling like this? And uh, this girl in the corner went, you know, I laughed at a funeral once. And I said, all right, how did that make you feel? And she went, jealous. <laughs> no, no idea. I've no idea why she said, and she didn't know either. You know when a word is that? Yeah, yeah. and it just jumped into her head, and her eyes just went. I don't know why I said jealous. <laughs> it's just one of those beautiful moments. Did I? I'm kind of going, are you alright? Yeah, I just said jealous. <laughs> didn't you tell me that someone heckled? Beginning with the word presumably, conceivably, conceivably. Yeah. Well, we just found out. Um, because well, I was talking about uh, who was I talking about? Albert Hoffman, I think. Yes. And uh, yeah, I said, oh, does anyone know about him? And uh, <laughs> yeah, that was it. I just remembered. Yeah. And she, she said, uh, I've heard of Amy Hoffman. Yes. And I went, oh, right. Were they linked? And she went, conceivably, they were the same person. <laughs> and, I, and I sort of pointed out it was nice to hear somebody who started the sentence with the word conceivably. <laughs> <laughs> and then sort of was just chatting about her in a general way. And then she got really ratty and then went, listen, can you just continue with your act, please? <laughs> well, you're the one who just put it out that Albert Hoffman might have been a crossdresser. So we do explore it. But how, I mean, okay, so polite audiences, how ugly do they get, uh, you know, over your side of the world? I know Leighton Lyon well, Edinburgh. That's the interesting thing. Well, oh, sorry, a bit of windy pops there. Um, the, <laughs> the, the high five club that you have here, like yeah. the Lake Drive, is just unbelievably brilliant. And it's everything that Leighton Lyon should be because if someone isn't going very well, people will just stare at them and go, oh, that's right, there'll be someone who's better along in a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right. In Edinburgh, that does not happen. Yeah, like, like, I've seen people come on and give one word out yeah, before absolutely. just being bombed off the yeah, stage. Yeah. Like Thunder Duck. Yeah. Really? It's amazing. But Who it's got one word out, Tony? Uh, I have to say, and we're a big fan of him, Daniel Kisson came out. Really? I saw him get one joke out and then just get... Why? That must have been years ago. Though. Yeah. Yeah. It was in 1999, yeah. and I have to say... He came out wearing a suit and tie late uh, in life. I think it was yeah, wearing a suit. It certainly wasn't the material. But yeah, yeah. Are they quite a rabble, are they? Like, well, it's just like it's, it starts at one and goes on till three, and it's got some very drunk sort of people yeah. in there. And it's based on this sort of gladiator sort of idea that you heckle the comic. So if someone will shout something out oh. to you, and if you say something back and make everyone laugh, then you, you are the hero. You're yeah, winning. So, yeah, and you are loved so much, you can't. But if you fail, my God, you'll hate. So I saw something, I've compared in the last three years. And I saw Have something, you really? Yeah, I love it. Wow. I saw something really great. Um, this guy, um, whose name escapes me, but he's very, very funny. He came on and has quite a slow build to his act. And he was just slow hand clapped and booed off. And, you know, people are swearing at him and blah, blah, blah. So he kind of walked off, tail between his legs. And I sort of went back on and went, you do realise the end of his act was to put a firework up his arse. <laughs> And, think, and it genuinely was. And Chris Lydon, right? Yeah, Chris Lydon, that's it. Yeah. And think there's no business like show business. <laughs> which is, and some bloke in the audience actually shout out, Oh, boy, did he stop? Where's he going to go from there? Do you know what I mean? How are you going to wander on with a lit fire through that and then go, Hey, what's with the women in the shoes, eh? <laughs> They're just, and you know the shopping trolley, it's a little bit wonky. It's just, it was an unbelievably brilliant <laughs> I was, uh, I was in Edinburgh in 91, which wow. was the year after Chris Lynham had unveiled the firecracker up the arse routine. Right. Right. And the trouble is, what do you come back with the next well, that's it, yeah. And there was just rank disappointment hanging in the air. <laughs> people like the show wasn't being received very well, but you could see, okay, he's got to have a big ending. Yeah, that's the loose. Where's the firecracker going to be? How much dynamite is he going to have up the back passage this year? And he just ended with a poem. Yeah. And people just shuffled in embarrassment. We'll have none of that today. What we're going to do is play something that Ed Cavalier has come yeah, up yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm rubbing it. forward to this. Roadshow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sweet. All right, let's do that next. On Crystal Oh, <laughs> 
head once a lifetime and get this Russell Howard comedian from the UK is with us and we were just discussing Mark Watson we had him in uh, a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and he was gonna he's famous for his 24 hour comedy gigs he tried to do one or he did do well, one he did one yesterday yeah just finished how did it go it, well, I imagine it went great I doubt he's uh, awake at the moment but uh, I watched the uh, the last hour and he was playing uh, he was uh, officiating a table tennis game between Andrew Stanley and uh, uh, a person out of the audience. That Wait, was they had a table. They laid one, yeah. I, I don't know how a ten would be a bit of its a working bee. No idea, yeah. And they uh, they made a little tiny table tennis. Well, oh, my dear, yeah, yeah, it was bizarre. Just wandering in and just seeing Mark. Walk a shot. What's going on? Twenty-four hours, and he did a thirty-six hour. Yeah, thirty-six hour one. Because there was a story the other day on a website called Chortle that Dave Chappelle had just done a six and a half hour gig. Dave Chappelle, which is amazing. But you sort of think, well, you know, Mark's done thirty-six. God, we're going to pound it. Hey, speaking of well, rubbish. Do we want to? Have you got some theme music for the day? Something like this. He liked. He could probably have a free T-shirt with him. So it's just that thing. Going, that my man. 
and nicking his goods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coming out the middleman. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty dark way of looking at retail, but in Kevin's mum does a bit of a trick. Yeah, yeah. She's got the Ute with a, a friend of hers, and she can hear. I've said this before, but she can hear a chest of drawers being put outside six hours away. She is quite amazing. And and it used to be my job though. When it would come home, it was my job to make sure that there was nothing living in it. Uh, you know, rats and the like. So I had to sort of get my small childish hands up into the crevices to make sure spiders and, and rats weren't living in. Uh, and then once I'd cleaned those out and got, obviously, the was at medical uh, attention, then it was pride of place in my own bedroom. Wow. It was very nice. Hard rubbish day. Bringing families together, Mr. Martin. This uh, is going to sound so dull, but I found uh, a brick. And, you, you know, when you're renting a place and you have no spare bricks around, you look at a brick and a shell. Yeah, exactly. You look at a brick and you think, I don't want a brick. Actually, yes, I do. Yeah. And so you get the brick and it's great for propping open gates. Uh, you can use it in the toilet to fill up the system. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic thing with many, many applications. Well, so I was quite happy with that. No, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, no, no, brick, man. I know, but I didn't have any sort of rockage in my house, so I needed I needed a brick. We yeah, found a beautiful, isn't it? Dear diary. You found a brick in the street. Well, triple M. We found a bed once. Uh, and my old shit. Yeah, bricks in it. Yeah, bricks in it. <laughs> well, we found a bed and we brought it in because we needed a couch and we invented the bouch, which was a bed that doubled as a couch. That makes for a lot of action. So I'm saying. Wow. Well, why bother with the tedium of the phrase sofa bed yeah. when you say bouch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is the number to call mm. with your hard rubbish and the panel of experts will value it. <laughs> call now, one triple three five three. Leave me alone, says Pink. Uh, currently touring Australia. Let's get this on Triple M. Russell Howard is with us. Hello. Oh. Okay, my ear keeps going a bit weird. Oh. My earphones, so not my ear. Oh, damn it. Throw them away. Throw them on the hard rubbish pile. Here we go. Oh. Get them in some more headphones. If you could, Nicky, could you find some? That's fine. Super, are you fine now? I'll close the ear off this one. We <laughs> don't want anyone to be disappointed here and get this posh music. Play. And, uh, good afternoon to you, David. Hello. How are you? Good night, how are you? Uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm all there for hearing you, David. What have you found? Fully working Commodore 64 computer. Oh, what year is that they back then? Oh, 80s. Yeah, that's late 80s, sort of early 90s. Now, are we talking cartridge drive or are we talking disk drive? Or cartridge drive. Disk drive. Now, which games have you got there? Wheelchair Stocker? Well, we don't actually have it anymore. It sat in the box that I found it in. The only thing I used for it was the the monitors had the... TV inputs for like my PlayStation, <laughs> so that became my TV for about five years. Uh, look, I reckon bringing in Triple M, this panel could do with an upgrade. <laughs> We're not up to this. And what did you do with it, Dave? Oh, I just used it, yeah, for playing my PlayStations and my Nintendos on it. Well, you've recycled there. Very well done, sir. Yeah, yeah. And the, uh, the other box just sat in the shed for a couple of years until Ted threw it back out in the hard rubbish. Yeah, return to the sea. Yes. Russell, did you ever have one of those early giant chunky computers? The first one I had was a Commodore Amiga 500 plus. What did you do on that? You could play New Zealand Story, you could play Speedball 2, you could play Sensible Soccer. Sensible Soccer. New Zealand Story. It's like this little chick that went around firing either lasers or cabbages at babies. Yeah, that must be the South Island. I'm from the North Island. Yeah, we're starting out New Zealand, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it was a free game that everyone in the country, if you got a Commodore Amiga 500 plus, you would get the New Zealand thought. Those ten year old kids right. thought the New Zealand was full of budgies that could buy cabbages and lasers. <laughs> well, who's to say it's not? Exactly. Who's uh, going next? Hey, Sam, how are you? Yeah, not bad. Um, I'm a send and a receiver of hard rubbish. Okay, what did you send out? Uh, for, um, we were clearing up this flat we uh, recently brought up uh, in Hawksnet, mm-hmm. you know, just north of Newcastle, and you know, getting all the old stuff already in there, and there was this uh, TV which was basically dead, which you know, had left behind for us. So we put it out on the nature strip, and by the time we'd walked back up to the flat, the uh, bo- well, you know, several members of the Bogan family living next door were already circling it, honouring it, and then within the hour they you know, trucked it inside, and then two hours later it was back out on the nature strip. <laughs> Fair enough, and what did you get? What did you receive? We picked up a table tennis table. That is really? Oh. Not like it was in walking distance or anything to home, and we had to put it on top of the car. And so, yeah, me and Mum were driving past, and we thought, 
I saw some people kept, uh, like riding around in Germany with a table tennis table hanging out the back, a uh, table tennis uh, bat hanging out the back pocket, really? ready. Like, any, like sort of a tribal warning. Exactly. Ready for some fish. Drop of a hat. James, how are you? Not too bad, eh? Yeah, beautiful people. Oh, oh listen, listen, listen to you. That was very kind, sir. What am I holding onto a brick? A brick. And what are you? Fifty <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're all naked. And good. Um, um, what I got, uh, you need to sit down for this one. It's a uh, signed Frost album. Oh, signed oh, by who? Oh, it's fantastic. It's one of those things. Uh, John Howe doesn't need to worry about me uh, having um, any money. I've got that. That's going to be the house. <laughs> That's and, and is it signed by all three members of Frost? It's got it all. It's in the bank vault at the moment. <laughs> wow. Where did you find that? Uh, it was on a, on a pile of rubbish. There was uh, old towels and everything, and that was just getting fly to place. I don't know why anyone else didn't take it. Are they still kicking on, uh, the Bross boys? Um, I think they'd be out there with you too, wouldn't they? I think so, yeah. I think they're opening for you too, most tours. There was the two Nazi blonde ones, yeah. and then there was the other sort of sad bloke who should never have been in there. They gone out with the stomach pump. That was the story. Oh, 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 no, that's not bad. I've heard that story about seven <laughs> different people, at least two in this room. Joe, how are you? <laughs> Joe, how are you? calling us from Blake 7. <laughs> hey, good mate. What did you find? Oh, well, that was a place I didn't find. I threw it out to someone else. We bought a caravan, had a lounge in it, and the guy had actually died on it before we put the van. And we put a caravan back, and we thought we'd just put it outside just to get it out of the way while we're doing some work inside. Before we knew it, someone had taken it, and yeah, they were using it. And he had all these stains on it where he died. And oh, it wasn't healthy, eh? Wow, the death couch. <laughs> yep. See, it wasn't a celebrity. Like, a man Nicole Smith had died on it. You would put it out for hard rubbish. No, I would have kept it. What's the majority? You're not crazy. Uh, I would have used it myself, then. There you go. Well, thank you, Joe. Um... Just <laughs> oh. like it. That was the most terrifying thing about yeah, it. Was. <laughs> I just, it was a faint line, and then you heard the words caravan and someone died. <laughs> Everyone in the studio went a little bit cold. It's a move. It And I've still just got the word pouch in my head. You don't get that on the Athens Road, Jim. Where'd you get this? I killed my uncle for it. Keep it quiet. So you're telling me. <laughs> All right, thanks. Right. Julia, how are you? Good, thank you. What's the uh, I found a fully-sized working model of a guillotine, complete with working blade and fake blood. <laughs> it was actually outside a primary store. <laughs> a warning to the kids. Oh, yeah, someone will do that. On the... A warning well, to truly. It works, but the blade drops down. Like, you wouldn't want to put your head in it. Well, probably not. It's, a guillotine. it's not a faked-up sort of theatre restaurant kind of one, from Richard and Bridges. Well, you know, the primary school might double as that at night time. I'm not sure. Back to doing theatre restaurants. Out of the primary school. <laughs> I think it was in the late eighties the guillotining uh, went out of fashion at school, so they probably just put them all out. You don't have to do that anymore. Well, thank you, Julia. Like in my day. Finally, uh, hi Cameron, how are you? Oh, good day. I hey. just want to dog my daddy. Yeah, what do you do? Lived, lived in Sydney for a few years, and um, he was an airline pilot at the time, living with four other airline pilots. Not one stick of furniture in the whole house did they pay for. It all came from curbside, curbside cleanup. Oh, everything. And everything. Everything, including the mattresses. I believe he stole one of my pillows as well. Four so airline pilots who can't bother stumping up some cash for furniture. This is a thick guy. They had uh, the yellow pages propping up the lounge. Um, I can't even tell you where their coffee table came from, but it wasn't real good. And was there, was there a distinct kind of uh, aroma when you with all the soiled mattresses around? Was it uh, the light, nice place to be this place? Oh, I can't remember. I know I did the cleaning and, um, yeah. Stingiest five blokes you'll ever meet in your life. <laughs> wow. Thank you very much. 
going to the PI. <laughs> All doing the business. Captain speaking. Do you have a copy table no, you don't need? I think you'll find I'm your captain speaking. <laughs> what a lot of fun. It sounds like Boeing, Boeing. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ron. We don't have time for Darren. Uh, we will keep Darren on the phone. We will send him a capable T-shirt. He found an electric wheelchair. Wouldn't that be ours of fun and wheelie burnout? Uh-huh. the front. Absolutely. All right, so that's enough antiques roadshow for one day. That was phenomenal, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> really long, hard rubbish day. what you need over your side of the world. How often does this happen every, like, two Every couple of months. Oh, every couple of months. They let, they, let, they let it sort of swell, you yeah. know? Do you have, like, jumble cells over here and, like, car boots and Yeah, they have, like, school space where these, like, you can go and buy these things. I think that's our equivalent in England. We have, basically, get lots of uh, families that put, like, rubbish in the back of their car and then open it up to make it look as alluring as possible. <laughs> tins and stuff like that. But the fact that you, it's just that that's sort of highlights the difference between us as natives. We've done all that, you lot just put it outside and it comes to you. It's brilliant. There's us putting on a parade. Anyway, well, as I said, there were four Christmas trees left on my street. Now there's only three left. So theoretically, someone's gone that did Christmas tree. Flipping out. All right, we'll be playing this again, I'm sure. There's a lot out there, but uh, more music. Back to wind things up in a moment. Is that right, Mr. Yeah. Marshall? Well, here he Thanks for joining us, Russell, and our key phrase today. What was it, Mr. Martin?